This was a tweet by uh, give the individual credit. Who who was the person who tweeted this? The tweet comes from a guy named Tucker Harlan, who uh, is a member of Fox Sports Knox. He's a uh, 2020. He's going to be he's a member of the Tennessee class of 2024 with WTK Rock Solid Sports as well. And he basically tweeted out yesterday Tennessee's record through eight games over the past 15 years. And okay. you want me to give the information real quick? I do. So the what the H is, why are you guys so upset with a season in which Tennessee would have beaten Florida with Cooper Mays, stood toe-to-toe with Alabama for a half, and this is just year three? When I'm out in the community, and I'm not throwing shade at any of uh, our people who are on the message board at all, because I love you. Hit the like and subscribe button. I truly do. We have the, an incredibly educated, fair group of people that we love working with uh, in our message board. But when I'm out in the community, business members, because, you know, I run the business end of, of this thing to a large extent with the help of uh, uh, one uh, very unlucky missus in this whole endeavor. But they're happy. They're, they're, they're excited, I mean, about the future. So give me the stats because I'm like, what the age? Why is Tennessee's fan base not happier with where the program is? So give me the stats that was it Tucker Carlson put out? No, it was not Tucker Carlson. It was Tucker Harlan. <laughs> okay. um, the stat says over the through eight games over the last 15 years, this is Tennessee's best season through eight games over the last 15 years, except for last year. So. People are upset that Tennessee didn't match last year. But if you look at Tennessee's record through eight games and you take out last year, it's better than any other season since Philip Fulmer. Actually, since Philip Fulmer's last year in 2008. And actually, you can even go further back. This one doesn't go far back enough. I, I can tell you this right now. It's actually Tennessee's best record through eight games since 2006. So it's actually the last 17 years or last 18 years, excuse me, 2022 notwithstanding. Okay. Here is what uh, Rocky Top Tom says. And I'm going to give you a piece of information I got yesterday that I think is going to blow you away, Caleb. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Uh, Rocky Top Tom says, we wouldn't have beaten Florida just because Cooper Mays is on the field. Horrible play calling, bad call, and starting Joe Milton and refusing to open the playbook cost us that game, cost us Bama too. I'm not defending Alabama, okay? Um, but I, I'm going to tell you what happened at Alabama because I got uh, some really good info yesterday. Alabama or uh, Florida? Sorry, Alabama, Alabama. Okay. So, but let me start with Florida. Uh, it Cooper did affect it that much. It would have affected the entire offensive playbook that much more. Caleb, I think you probably agree with that, right? I'm fully on board with that. I okay. firmly believe that Cooper Mays would have affected it that much. Okay. As for the Alabama game, Josh Hopper screwed up. Um, and Caleb, this is going to fly in the face of your analytics, but he has told people privately that he shouldn't have gone for it on fourth down on his own end with the lead. He has told people that privately. Now you may not like it, but I know he has said that and you have to at least agree. I don't want to get into really the philosophical debate as much as he thinks that that was a major factor. And he said, that's something I won't do again, especially on the road. In other words, it speaks to all of what we're talking about 
And that is, he is still a young coach. What, 44? He is growing and learning. Is, is he Is he that old? I think he, he might be 44. I think you're right. Okay. He is growing and learning and getting better. And you look back at that. Can we pull up that tweet of Tucker Carlson's that I'm going to Harlan. I, I, we may hire him one day, Caleb, but we're going to keep calling Tucker Carlson. All right. Who, you want me to share way, the, hmm? yeah. Can we share the tweet? Can we put, okay, there it is. This is pretty phenomenal. So kudos to this young man. So Tennessee in 2023, through eight games the last 15 years. Six and two now. Uh, they were eight and oh last year, as you know. Before that, four and four, two and six, three and five, three and five, three and five, five and three, four and four, three and five, four and four, three and five, three and five, two and six, four and four. This program is trending the right direction. This program is going to be, like I've said, a regular participant in the college football playoff. Um, I'm Two here more. To tell you, I also want to point this out. They were um, they were three and five in 2008 also, which wasn't on there, and they were five and three in 2007, and they won the East in 2007. Yeah. Um, uh, kudos to Tucker Carlson. Uh, I want to, I want to, um, and I want to address this because some people are trying to bring this up to me. The, if you see, if you read Twitter, a lot of people will try to say, well, that's because Tennessee doesn't play Georgia until November. Now that's their argument. They're saying, well, Tennessee had to play Georgia back then. Dave, you want to know why that's wrong? Why? Because outside of 2016, they were, they are two games better this year than they were any other of those previous seasons. So even if they had played Georgia and lost, they still would have a better record than all of these years. And in 2016, they actually beat Georgia. So it wouldn't have mattered if they played Georgia in November or in October. And the same with 20, 2007 when they were 5-3. and three. They actually beat Georgia. So the schedule move of Georgia to November has no bearing whatsoever on this record at all. All right. So Tennessee fans, are they spoiled already? Let me ask you that. I think they're losing perspective very, very quickly. I think the negative perspective is a great way to put it. All right. Yes. Continue your thought. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. I think the negativity surrounding the program to a certain degree. I, and I know this sounds like a head coach because, you know, coaches like to be like, you know, like this place in the negativity and you're missing all the positives. I think Tennessee fans are losing sight of the positives because of what happened last year with a lightning in a bottle situation with Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt. And they're forgetting what Josh Heupel walked into and where the program was building towards. And I think many Tennessee fans thought 2022 should be the every year norm at that point. But that's just not okay, put it this way. It's like it's like in it's like in life and history. You know how like what was it the quote Martin Luther King said the arc of history is long but bends towards justice. That's like okay, you'll sometimes go backwards and forward. It's a roller coaster going in the right direction. But that's how a football program is. If you're building a program in the right direction, Dave, that doesn't mean that every year is going to be better than the previous year. There will be sure. some setbacks every now and then. There will be some step forwards. The point is it goes in the right direction. This season is significantly better than if you did not have last year, you guys would be thrilled with this season right now. Next level thrilled. Tennessee in any other year does not beat Texas A&M. They don't beat Kentucky and they may not beat South Carolina. Okay. So yeah. any other year, if this is a Jeremy Pruitt team, this team is easily three and five. 
Yep. Rocky Top Tom says settling for mediocrity just because it's a bit better than the me mediocrity we're used to is disgusting. Agreed. Uh, says not losing perspective on the message board as much as we're PO'd about the tremendous waste of one heck of an opportunity to beat Alabama. Yes, I agree with that. Another post, but I can see how some would characterize it as such for the purpose of selling a narrative. I'm not selling the narrative. I've got questions still about Josh Heupel's talent evaluation. I've got questions about Josh Heupel's stubbornness. So you're coming to the place that's going to give you objective information. But I think as a whole, if you graded Josh Heupel from day one higher to now, he's an A+. And I don't think that there's any doubt about that. And you could lose to Georgia and still be an A+. Don't lose to Missouri, or I may be knocking you down a bit, even though Missouri's pretty good. But uh, th that's where I am. I'm, I'm a little surprised by some Tennessee fans. We've got a big show lined up. As I mentioned, Josh Ward will join us. Five things the Vols should do against uh, that team that they'll play uh, uh, on Saturday because we're not allowed to say the C word. Because that team that Tennessee is going to play that rhymes with Bonetiquette, uh, that's not a team that is going to test the Vols. This is a mini scrimmage. So go out there and get better. Dominate from the get. Preferably get Nico some snaps. Make sure everything is buttoned down for this final run. So uh, I got this from Bill King when I did Nashville uh, earlier this morning. And that is, uh, we're just we're just not going to say this. We're not going to say the C word. Because the team doesn't matter. You should go out there and get better, Caleb. It doesn't matter who lines up in those Husky uniforms, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. It shouldn't matter. Will it? I don't know. But it shouldn't. I, I still I, I'm, I still have the Austin P game in my head. Okay. All right. Austin, Austin P is probably better than this uh, C-word team. All right. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, are they? It's debatable. Possibly, possibly. Um, but I, 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 Austin P's pretty bad. 